Madeline Wright was also at the event and she went to find out what you need to know about what's happening in the semiconductor and AI space. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. It's a special edition of Your Money Today as I'm joined here at the CITIC CLSA Investors Forum by Tony Jang, who's a technology analyst at CLSA. And we're going to talk about the rise of AI and in particular, a little bit of a look at generative AI. Thank you for joining me today, Tony. Thank you for having me here. So ChatGPT is a tool I think we've all heard about this year. So why do you think it's taken the world so much by storm? And when will we all start seeing it used for more practical everyday purposes? Yes, it, uh, from the starting of the invention of ChatGPT, it attracted a lot of interest from the, all over the world. And it took only two months to accumulate 100 million users. For previous internet applications, it usually takes two or three or four years to accumulate that kind of users. We think that ChatGPT has a great chance to change every people's life in future. It has illustrated some impressive features, such as which call the chain of thought or self-attention, those kind of features, so that it can capture the information and the knowledge from all the world and then produce answers and also images and videos for our daily work and also entertainment and also other like applications such as healthcare and all the applications. So it can save a lot of our human life's work in future and improve the societal efficiency greatly in future. Now, of course, this massive interest in AI means that there's also massive interest in the need for the semiconductor chips that help power that technology. So how is the industry moving to cope with this additional demand? That's a very good question. For the whole AI infrastructure, we see there is a surging demand from the semiconductor for communication and also for applications for such as the PC server, those kind of applications. So from the tr we, we divided the AI application into two fields. Firstly, for the training phase, which means how to form a useful language model to serve all the users. From the training phase, we need a lot of computing power, which is supported by those kind of what we call the GPU or other semiconductor chipset. And then this kind of computing power can accumulate the knowledge and find the, the rule behind it and can train a model to apply to all the users. And then after we train such a useful model, and then we need so-called inference. Inference means we use this already trained model to serve all the users global-wide, and this also needs a lot of computing powers. So talking about computing powers, one of the stories we heard recently was about Huawei launching a new phone with an SMIC chip that was seen as quite revolutionary. Now, what does that tell us about the development of the sector in China and how well it's doing in competitiveness against other developers? I think talking about the uh, AI development and also semiconductor development in China, firstly, we should say that it uh, still has some kind of lag behind the US level. However, China, the government and the industry has spent a lot of effort to develop the China semiconductor industry and along with uh, the development of other technology fields such as the AI application, the software, the large library model, so that we can see that China is catching up with the US in this field. We think ultimately China will 
and uh, should become an important player in AI and semiconductor field in the world. Now, we all know that China's economy has been struggling. There's a lot of factors at play here. But do you think this, this development of the technology sector could provide a boost overall? Yes, I think definitely, as you mentioned, the whole world economy, maybe also the China economy, is facing some kind of a challenge now. And I think AI definitely could become a next driver for the whole productivity for the whole world, bring some kind of a new productivity, new demand, new product for the society. And also, with the increase of productivity, we can see that this may change our world and bring some positive change to our whole society. We've talked a lot about the, uh, the semiconductor sector and how well it's doing as a result of this. What would you say in terms of other sectors benefiting as a result of this explosion in interest in AI? That's a very good question. Actually, if we think about AI, it looks like a, or sounds like a very advanced some kind of a theory or terminology. However, actually, AI can change everybody in the world. You and me, our daily life, our work can ultimately change by AI. For example, look at your computer. It may become more powerful and can know what your, is your personal user experience in future. And also look at your mobile phone. It definitely can provide a lot of more function to you. Maybe you do not need to type in something. You can just tell, tell your mobile phone what you want and they will provide you the application you need. And maybe a lot of an application look around your, your home, your TV, your smart speaker, maybe they will talk with you and provide you the program and the information you need. You just ask them and they can provide to you. That is a, what kind of application AI can automate change our world, I think. I'm looking forward to this exciting new world. Thank you so much for joining me here today. That's Tony Zhang, who is a technology analyst at CLSA, joining me from the CITIC CLSA Investors Forum. Thank you.